Boom, where am I looking? Episode 77 of the Talking Bollocks podcast brought to you by Go Loud. It's me, Teddy Flower. It's me, CLB. And this week we're joined by... Kieran Moran. Kieran, how's things, bro? Good, good, good. Thanks very much for having me in. Love no problem, no yeah. problem. Thanks for coming in. Uh, so... What's happening? Why do you look at me like that? How long are you talking? Sorry, bro. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Were you going to say something? No. All right, sounds right. Zingers, yeah? Yeah. I know you're listening to the podcast. Actually, Kieran is the one who made the logo for us at yeah. the start. With his gas, isn't it? Because yeah. that's... Yeah. You actually have a bone to pick with your Kieran. Oh, really? Right. You left the pill bag towers out of that. And someone pointed that out to me before. Now I can't not see the, that. What did I leave it's not The skyline, is it? Yeah. The pill bag towers are not in that skyline. In that logo. Oh, I never even thought of it. <laughs> yeah, I never noticed it either. And someone only pointed Wait, it out I, the other day. I sent you that uh, logo. I thought, like, you know, when I start seeing, like, things were blowing up for you, so I said, they'll fuck that in the bin after a few weeks. <laughs> I think it's real. Yeah. Yeah. When I seen it, I was yeah. like, that's fucking quality. I wouldn't yeah. change a thing about that except the pillbag towers. Did you see what we had before it? We yeah. had the, we had a little blue uh, a little blue background with yellow right? One little fish off MySpace or something. Yeah. Like it was a little, uh, it was just a speaker. Yeah. Two heads talking, two yeah. talking emojis. About yeah. yeah, that was our first, yeah. And Very first. We wrote talking bollocks podcast and like, that makes sense, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. The one in a few days, though, for us, didn't it? Like, if it, literally everything went... Yeah. Yeah, but just as well we had that proper logo sort before the first episode, because that, that's something Did that we went have up that on Spotify. Posting, yeah? yeah, yeah, that went up on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, I remember, I think I remember you sharing it, and why did we messing around a lot on, the, like, on my phone and on my laptop and that, and I remember saying... Because I seen the logo you had, and I said, I'll mess around with something that might be a little bit better. Now you get if someone you get someone that does graphic design, they played and they mm. break that bollocks lab, and that's the thing that I don't maybe, but you know, from done the trick, what you turn the back of my fucking trip. leg. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. What hell, fuck on you? Stop playing, putting ideas out there. Yeah. Yeah, you only played in the door. Yeah. If you fuck back out, it's quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Roddy Doyle was trying to change the OCKS knowledge. He said, "Fuck yeah. off, it was well." It's on me boxy leg. Zingers. Kieran, you obviously, Kieran knows the crack. I know Kieran since we're young um, and he's listening since the start, obviously, because he made the logo for us. So he knows where the fucking zinger is. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. So, have you got a zinger? You had a well, nasty had, one before. I, had had I'm not nice to I have one. I heard someone recently saying to me, he said, when they were ringing, you know, telling me a story about when they rang the police. And he says, I rang one, one, two. Who's ringing the guard? The police, right, no, I don't know. It was just a story. <laughs> but the, the, part that, the part that I got picked out, I picked out from him. My parrot opened my mouth. I'm not saying that. It's like a section. You know, you know, like something was going on, like somebody breaking into a house or something like that. And he says, I rang the police. I rang one, one, two. And I says, that's, I, I think that's weird. And I was saying, do you ring one, one, two or nine, nine, nine? If you're ringing an ambulance for argument's sake, who would you ring? <laughs> Boys, like, I'm dreading putting that out there because I know the comments we're going to get on that. Uh, I don't never write it. Yeah, you know that. Day, you yeah. Parents get invited to the Star Street Christmas party. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I'm trying to think, but I don't think I've ever rang that an ambulance or anything. Ever. Like that, yeah. To never ring an like ambulance. Like when I was a kid, like, if I broke a bone, my mad fucking ring them. Yeah. We rang, we used to. Be, like the bollocks. We'd be sitting, yeah, yeah, ring them, yeah, and yeah. the neighbour two doors down, the door nearly get put in, you'd say there's a fire <laughs> in the gavin. Well, I remember years <laughs> ago, somebody, uh, somebody on lunch break in school took one of the boys' phones missing, and he rang a bomb scare to the school. 
Yeah. See, that's I a bit of crack. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a bit yeah. heavy. Like, they, found <laughs> the phone. they found the phone and rang, like, they knew who it was and rang him back. Fuck off. Said, is this Terrence? And you were like, yeah. And he goes, well done. You won an all-inclusive trip to Mount Joy by the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. People acting the bollocks like that. Yeah. Like, that's a bit of crack, isn't it? So what? 112 or 999? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Throw it out, yeah. You got one for this week before you went to last week's results. Yeah, crank, because I haven't got one. But go on, come to last week's results. You was the one that you said off camera. You <laughs> <laughs> was the one that no. said off camera. No. They, uh, they go off camera for a reason. Yeah, long yeah. Long. What happens off camera stays off. Yeah. Someone yeah. sent me this one. It's on the back of a Kit Kat, yeah? <laughs> We're not just doing last week's results, because we never usually do this last... Yeah, what did we do? Oh, yeah. We go last week. Said, have you week. got one? Right, we'll get this one out of the way and then tell us about it. Yeah. yeah, we got it. Hope's sake, Kieran. Kieran at the round on the flow. The one one two, The one one two, fella. Hold on, who would you prefer acting, Jim Curry or Will Farrell? Will Farrell. Right. Jim Curry. I'm Jim Curry. I don't I think Jim I Curry's the OG. Yeah. I don't think I should even be in on that conversation because like, I couldn't tell you. You've seen Step I've seen Step Brothers, yeah, but I couldn't tell you three films that each of them were in. Yeah. Do you get me? So yeah, if you can't do that, you're not in. I just said Will Farrell. Mm. Will Farrell has that kind of fucking. That thing about him, doesn't he? It's kind of like Jim Carrey. I, I only know he's kind of most famous films and that, you know. Yeah, whereas Will Ferrell is just a fucking he's a legend kind of an acting. But what's yours? What you, I you picked Jim, Jim Carrey, yeah. Jim Carrey's to go. Yeah, Mossy had to go with you over that, didn't he? Yeah, shout out to Mossy had to go at me, and then he's like going through all Jim Carrey's all, all Will Ferrell's films, and most of them have X's in them. He's like, don't mind them ones, don't mind them ones because <laughs> he has a load of shit. Some of them, like, is yeah, good, a lot of are garbage. Good. Yeah. You know what's little daddy's home quality. Yeah, film. yeah, I went to see that in the pictures with me and my board, and I was like. Ah, this is probably going to be shy, but we're going to say it, and it was quality. Yeah. And then he brought a second one out, and the second one's never used as good as the first. The second one's probably better. Leader yeah. is. John Cena and all's in a class. <laughs> yeah. John Cena. Um, Will Farrell, 57%. Close enough. It is close. Mm. Jim Curdy, 43. Um, right, next singer. Would you rather have the ability to know when someone is lying to you or never have anyone lie to you again? Now when someone's lying to you. I think yeah. they, I thought about this one and I, like they're pretty much the same thing because nobody will ever be able to lie to you anyways because you know that because you know yeah well yeah you could call them out on the lies yeah so then I'd but rather just still yeah, lie. that's why I'd rather just not give them the ability to lie that nobody can tell you like yeah, I'll tell you the truth rather yeah, than the, the, yeah you cut out the shit like yeah true yeah uh, now when someone is lying at 64% and never have anyone lie to you again it's 36 yeah um, would you rather have fingers for toes I toes for fingers. <laughs> Where do you get these? Who gave this? Lindsay Bennett. Lindsay Bennett. Um, fingers for toes. Fingers for toes. Yeah. So you'd walk around. Little like, stumpy fingers for toes. But then, like, like yeah, oh, people sorry, can't yeah, yeah. see them. Yeah. Then, do you get me? Like, yeah. Imagine there. having a bleeding. You can't. Imagine having a proper bleeding. Yeah, yeah, top, big toe and hand like walking. Around. Yeah, imagine yeah. trying to text on that little stumpy. So what am I saying? Imagine the noise of a high five. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you saying? Toes on your hands? Wait, for it. <laughs> toes on. You have toes on your hands at the minute. <laughs> no, you don't. Your fingers <laughs> on your hands. <laughs> I'd prefer to have. Uh, I'd prefer to have. Um, What's going on? I'd prefer here? to have fingers on my feet than toes on your hands. Toes on my hands. Yeah. yeah. All right, Karen. Fuck off. I'm happy. Right. Yeah. Shame. Yeah. What would you rather? Fingers for toes. Fingers. Yeah. 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 Same. Yeah. yeah. So we're all in yeah. the same. Yo. Yeah. And so was eighty-eight percent of people. Twelve percent of that are toes on the hands, which is weird. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Uh, Fifty. Done. 
Right, this week's one. Yeah, off the back of a Kit Kat, as you said. Uh, <laughs> this is a good one, yeah. This is a would you rather, yeah. Would you rather wave at someone and you don't wave back or wave back to someone who wasn't waving at you? I said, if you're waving at someone probably yeah. behind you. That's a bad one, because that both of them has happened to everybody numerous Yeah, they are bad Look, ones. I have a few bad, like... like I have a few of them where I jump out of my sleep at four o'clock in the morning. Like, why did I wave <laughs> yeah. in 2008? Yeah. Why did I do that? And it's, it's not more heartbreaking than watching someone else. You go to wave at someone and you just get ignored and you're like, oh, oh that was bad. I feel yeah. for him. Yeah. That hurts. Like, does hurt. Does hurt. That's as bad as each other. Mm. And both will keep you up at night. That's a yeah, fact. But, like, do you ever wave at someone else and they're like, no, not you, you fucking idiot, him. And you're like, oh, sound, mate. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. It's worse when, no, it's even worse than that when they just don't even say it. Yeah. Awkward, like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. And they just walk past you and then they go, yeah, the yeah. person. And they're like, oh, hell yeah. And you're like, oh, they're yeah, sorry about me. Yeah. They're too similar. You probably. And do you tell them? Do you go, oh, sorry, I thought I knew you. Or do you just Wave at someone who's not. Yeah, I think I, yeah. I think I do that as well. Because I feel like imagine yeah. I waved at you and then like someone in front of you was like, Oh, how are you? I'm like, All right, who are you, mate? Like yeah. you're out of the way, will you? Yeah. I was at, I remember I went down, I was doing electric picnic, a small little stage down there, and we went to one of these woods and I there was a woman behind us, she was in the commitments. I won't say which one, but I turned around and I said, How's it going? Like as if we knew what you know what I mean, how's it going? How are you getting on? But she, honest to God, she looked at me, she heard what I said, and she just turned around and walked off. Like, didn't even, it was like she got, uh, it was like she was hiding, or, or she didn't want to be seen by people or something like that. But it, was, it wasn't even kind of like a, an ignorant walk up. It was just literally a turn around and gone. Like, I was like what's going the on traps there? Did I do something wrong? There. Yeah, yeah, gone. Yeah. yeah. I, said, I said to my girlfriend, I said, what? What's, talk, you know, if you done so, if you said, if you called someone a name or somebody would walk off in the height of it, like, it was kind of like that, but it wasn't, wasn't like I did, she didn't. It was, it was the weirdest interaction, interaction I think I've had with somebody, and I still think about it now, thinking, but did I PTSD do something? Did I look at her or something yeah. like that wrong, or did I say? So I just turned around and said, "How's it going? Uh, you're a woman out of commitment." So he says, "That's what I said." And she just turned around. She didn't even I'm say yeah. In the commitment, then you yeah. probably had a mix up with someone was, else. No, she definitely was. She was playing at. She was playing on the stage that uh, that night on the salty dog stage. But it was the most awkward salty interaction. That's yeah, the big ship. Yeah, yeah, What's this? You know, down there with electric picnic. You'll know the whole truth. Yeah, know the drill. It's a lot of dogs. So, is anyone going to film me in? No, this is a big ship. It's a stage down there, like different kind of bands. The name, name of the stage. Speaking of festivals, we actually didn't finish the thing. I book. Go ahead. Go on. Don't be loud and shaking your head like that. What would you rather, anyways? You'd rather wave at someone and they don't wave back, or yeah, it'll be the same. Because you can think, talk yeah. your way out, you can talk yeah. your way out, fucking. Hopefully, no one else seen you. And you've got his glasses on, the stupid cunt. He's very ignorant, him. It gets him pulled off. He must have started the podcast, you know, yeah. that type of way. Yeah. Right, back to the point. Festivals. Yeah. So, how'd you go on, Hans? The yeah, weekend? Yeah, no, it was there? good. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, how'd you go and see? What? Yeah, how did you go and see? <laughs> I think that's a very straightforward who, question. Forbidden fruit, like? Yeah, how did you go and see? Forbidden fruit. Peggy Gill and all. Yeah. I didn't know what Peggy Gill was until we got the Forbidden Fruit and everyone was like, Peggy Gill tonight. Yeah, I'm the clue. Peggy Gill. <laughs> Peggy Gill is now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, she, we didn't yeah. know either. She, DJ, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a DJ, yeah. yeah. And Lord. Lord. Lord's Lord's a, 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 a,
Someone tell Lord going to touch me. <laughs> animal. Animal. Yeah. Remember what we were saying to you, Lord is lethal, and everyone thought I was messing. I was like, I'm only he going to see Lord. Every single word, word yeah. But like, yeah. like people thought I was joking. I was like, <coughs> I'm literally only here to see Lord. Anyone else is a bonus. Yeah. Remember in the middle of the crowd, see, we were at the back. Do you know what's very childish? People who go to the concerts and get like right up the front and all. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're not 15 years yeah. of age. Don't be at that. Yeah. So we were at the back. And uh, all the diehard fans were obviously up the front jumping around. And yeah. I was at the back, I was the only one singing, everyone's looking at me and all. I was and like, was she headlining? Was Lord headlining? She was on the main stage, she wasn't uh, headlining. She, yeah. she was the second last, was she? Yeah, but uh, yeah. it was her first time ever playing here. Yeah, she's unbelievable, isn't she? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Animal. Yeah. But uh, we had a good trip. No, yeah. really, Terrence had a good trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, Who didn't see it? Yeah. Who didn't see it? I think every page on into all them kind of meme pages. Yeah. Gaff, I just yeah. can't wait till like, it gets proper out there and people put commentary on it and make a proper meme and Shush, put like songs like, on yeah, it. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said this video the night, I was like, yeah, just don't say yeah. that. Don't there, mention like, it. But you know what he done, right? Because see when it happened, it was great. Do you want to talk a show? The, the playboy play there, like Alan Shearer on Match of the Day. You get the yeah. little pen and draw and all. So we seen, oh yeah, so uh, we walked out of the tent. Peggy Gill was a bit dark, by the Peggy way. Peggy yeah. so was early. dark, yeah. right? So we left and we were like, <laughs> let's go to another tent, a little rave tent somewhere. So I walked down the hill and I did a little slip. But yeah. I caught myself and I was like, oh. And him and his board were laughing at me, right? And then four people, two young players and two boards behind them, was like, oh, Tartan, so he's saying that you nearly fell. And I was like, I nearly fucking went. So the young that was with them said, fuck it, he ran and slid down. So, and yeah, it's a good 20 feet down. Yeah. Well, this yeah. was the first little hill, remember? Yeah, and then he did the and big then one. he did the big hill. Not so a bother to him. He goes, slid down. fuck it, watch. Runs, slides down the whole hill, stays <laughs> on his feet. And I was like, that's lethal. Yeah. That's very impressive. Yeah. And yeah, so I was like, I need to copy him. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I need to look cool as well, do you get me? So I did that and I didn't fall, but I didn't look as cool. I was like stopping halfway through it and, and all. everyone was like, oh, you going down? And I was like, no, because I'm not fucking easy. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to fall. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, you get me? Like, I just got excited with things like that. So then we were going back up the hill. Yeah. <laughs> That's where the whole... Problem happened. Yeah, you didn't think it through. Who when filmed it? Did you film it? No, no. one of the boards who was there. So she knew what was going on. Every person who was in Forbidden Fruit that day. Because see, when I hit the deck, yeah? Yeah. When I got back up, so I felt, obviously, he took me out, yeah? But the process. Yeah, so what? The angle that's filmed that people yeah. are probably a bit mixed up. So people think your man slid and took Tarrant's out. Your man put his hand out to pull Tarrant's up, but one of his mates pushed him. Right. So he lost his balance and, and fell. His legs and his like, came out underneath <laughs> him and then Terence fell on top of him. Like. And took yeah. me out and then I grew up and then I slipped again, obviously. So when I grew up, I was like, what the fuck? And I was... And you were fresh. This. If you had to grow up then and been able to live, you were grand. I'd have been like, spotless. Even like, like, yeah. spot I'd been able to do this podcast and you wouldn't have known I was after the film. No. Yeah. Right? And then obviously... I don't know what happened. When I hit the deck, I jumped up too quick. And my right leg just came out underneath me and I went again. And that was the best part. Yeah, but she like, when I hit the deck, because I landed on my back, so I'm looking like this guy. So when I lifted my head, all she was flashes, camera phones, everywhere. Yeah. Every person if I've been through. Yeah. And the chair. Oh, yeah. Some chair like, in the crowd. It was, I don't know, it was like it was staged or something. It was like everybody was like waiting for me to fall. Yeah. Do you get yeah. me? Because people could see me coming up the hill and they were acting the bollocks and all, Terry, Lower, yeah. whatever. Then uh, obviously all happened. And yeah, it was probably the worst day of my life. Yeah. yeah. Now, <laughs> the grow up. It was, a great, it was actually lethal. Forbidden fruit was quality. Even with the weather. I actually, there was something about no the weather. Sense, Terrence. It was pissing down for about eight hours, yeah. No yeah. one fell. The second the rain stopped, everyone started tumbling. What happened, yeah? I don't, it's obviously all the muck just got washed and people walked yeah, yeah, on it. Because it got mad slushy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it was 
Yeah, it was lethal, it was. It was just that fall. But he was very smart and clever with what he'd done. So we were leaving and we're on the way out. And he was like, send me that video. And he put it up. So he uploaded it himself before, so people could laugh with him and not Yeah, happen. yeah, yeah. Very good. Because Calvin yeah, told me a story yeah. before about when he pissed the bed, yeah? Yeah. And he was like... Oh, he pissed the bed now. Only, this was only about two years ago, kind of. Like, yeah, so yeah. Man, <laughs> so yeah. he shouldn't be pissing the bed. Yeah. And he said... He ran down and told all his board's family, all his family, all the boys, chat, everyone. that he pissed the bed before his board could do it and embarrass him. Yeah, yeah, yeah So very like, good, before yeah. that video goes up online, That's I'll out, be yeah. the one to embarrass yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah. And I did yeah. embarrass myself. Yeah. And, and I'm not brilliant. proud of it. It's great crack. Yeah. I've seen a thread on Twitter and it's uh, somebody's had to be in, like, just after a bidding route to record people falling. And it's like... Uh, like he heard of the best falls of forbidden fruit and I went on like oh lovely turns is going to be hand it was just a load of people sliding down themselves running on their bellies and sliding and all like what are you doing yeah. like at least with your one you didn't actually want the fall you just yeah. fell I don't yeah I don't know if that makes it better I what I kept saying to him was like I know it's hilarious it is yeah. hilarious yeah. but it'd be more hilarious if that wasn't me no I don't think it would be no, I wanted to see someone else. Yeah, look, yeah. I wanted to be, I wanted to be one of their ladies and seeing that yeah, whole thing because I yeah. would have died. Like, yeah. well, you seen everyone else fall after it. Yeah, and it wasn't that funny because oh, I remember years ago something like that happened. Like, you remember, like if you were in the flats or something, something say the snow was out and someone slipped or something. Do you remember someone would come up, you get up on your feet, and someone just come down and slow attack yeah, you? Yeah, like that. that's what, what people were doing. Yeah. People slow yeah. attack people me. People were doing. Yeah, I tried to sting you. Yeah, Tanner tried to push me. Yeah, Melvin did. I come down and just go. I know how me mates are. He's like a boot on. Yeah, yeah, I had an anchor on me, I did. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of falls, this is a very good story. Uh, I actually only got sent this by Ryan the other day. Shout out to Ryan O'Brien again. But uh, it was a video of a fella, and it's like when you remember that one fall from 10 years ago, and he's just wandering around the house laughing at himself. So a few years ago, we were up at uh, Queens at Drum Condra. And we, only, we tell the story every blade in two weeks, anyways, to each other. But I don't know why, looking back now, we done this, right? So we're at Queens and Drum Condra, and it was four of us. We got a taxi to Marino. John Marino skill. Yeah, yeah. At Fairview Park there. But we jumped the taxi there. I don't know why we did it because there's nowhere to go. Like we, like, there's not a simple, it was a gaff party or another nightclub we were going to. But we jumped the taxi there and ran around the back of Marino skill. There's a laneway, yeah. And uh, four of us are running down the lane laughing like this is gas. But there was bollards and because it's pitch black we couldn't really see them. And all the bollards were joined together by chains, weren't they? So, like, you'd see the ball out and you'd try and run around it, but then there was a chain. So one of the boys ran into the bleeding chain and you could hear the chain rattling and him in the deck. Yeah. And I stopped the laugh. But because I was in the front, I stopped the laugh and I turned back. So Ross hit the deck and then Ryan fell over him. So we were trying to run away from the taxi man to do it. And hit the deck. Oh, boy. Oh, the old taxis. Oh, yeah, I remember it. Just when you said jumping in a taxi, it was years ago, we were doing a thing for, uh, I was playing in a band at the time, like a hip-hop band. And when I say it, it was just ra- like similar to the original Real Boys kind of thing. We were out in uh, Wrights doing this thing. We were asked to go out and play for, you know your man Tim Westwood? I think there's, yeah, something, yeah, to be, right. I think there's something going on with him now at the minute. We were asked to play for his, uh, was his birthday bash or something. The pimp Wright fella he was. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So we were meant to, we were out in Wrights, uh, the band were asked to do that. And there was loads of bands that were supposed to, to uh, that were playing it. There was this fella there, he gets up at a piano. Now I've been in I've been in studios and I've done gigs and I swear to God I've seen big pianos. This thing was the length of a bleeding four trans. It was really, really it was the longest piano. I'd say there's a set of traffic lights in the middle of it to get to the lower yeah. keys on the right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this fella were were sitting there, Tim Westwood never turned up anyway. So your man starts playing or whatever, and he's uh, we're all standing around, we we 
having a buzz off him or whatever. He has the it, it, it white short with a pen. Do you ever see them black toys and they're about the width of a pencil? They're, I think they're called pencil toys, maybe. They're real thin toys. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the gig never happened. We're out in the car park. He hasn't got a lift home. The fella that we're with has a van, his dad's van. So we all jump in the back of the van and then we get, we're driving down. He brings the piano with him. I don't know how he got this piano in. I think we had this sitting out the window or something like that. So uh, none of us knew him. We only knew this fella as Morris. That was his name. And uh, we were all acting, messing about, you know, in, in the back of the van. We got pulled in glass and Evan. We got thrown out of the van. And I don't know what happened with the you know, man that was driving. I, I don't, he didn't get in trouble, I don't think. But we, your man Morris says to me, uh, I used to go out to Tally. He says, will you go in a taxi with me? And I says, yeah, no bother. Because I was going into town like at the time, you know. So he says, yeah, no bother. <clears throat> I got in the taxi with him. I remember getting down to Kevin Barry Flats. You know, the, at the back of Kevin Barry, just be, uh, as if you're coming from the, ten, the temple. And, slip, you know, the little road. Yeah, yeah, the little slip road, and there's the back entrance to the flat. Yeah. So I got out and I says, uh, Morris, I have the leg. <laughs> I have the leg. So I've done a burner on him, right? And he went to the taxi. I haven't seen him since. So I owe him about 30 quid, right? But anyway, <laughs> I says to him, a few months later, or no, about a few years later, I remember seeing FM 104 start doing this gig in the Olympia. And I was looking at it, I was doing my own stuff then, my own music and that, and uh, I was seeing how do you get on to it and what way do you approach it. And I, seen, I was looking at the lineup on it, I was seeing this bloke, Sample Lancer is his name, and it was your man Morris, and he, he's bleeding huge. Like, and I, say, <laughs> I was saying to everyone, I jumped, you know the way you do is you say, I met him before. Yeah, I, I, jumped say, the taxi I jumped out of a taxi <laughs> But I'd love to see him, to see, do I own him? He signed to David Gray's uh, management and all. Like he, blew, he moved off to London and blew up. And, yeah. So you yeah. unspoiled him now. He probably hadn't got the money. He probably like, has you know about what, 10 yeah. songs about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the hardship of the working class. <laughs> jumping taxi. Yeah. You wouldn't be jumping the taxi nowadays anyways because you can't fucking get one. Yeah. yeah. That's a valid point. Yeah. Where's yeah. all the taxis gone? I don't get it. Yeah, when you're in town, there's taxis there. They're just not taking people. Yeah. Like, you just don't take people. Yeah. Because like, it's not like it's if. Like they're like, oh, I look not, It's not as if they don't actually exist. They're there. They just don't take people. And everyone on Twitter is saying it. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, so it's not just like me every time I'm out. Yeah. You know what I mean? No one can get a fucking taxi. Sort it out. Who yeah. am I giving out to? Taxi, I don't understand how like I hear there's more taxis in Dublin than there is in New York. Uh, no, that couldn't be. Yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm sure it probably is that, but I, I, I highly doubt. Then you're sorry. The amount of uh, no, I'd be out and you know if you're coming out of the airport. So my ma, I'll talk about it later. But she moved out the Santry a few years ago. So we'd be if we're in the airport instead of getting the bus down, we got a taxi down to the house. You know, so yeah. probably a five or a ten of there waiting about three hours. But they'd always snap at you. You know, if you get into the taxi, and they, like you said, I'm just going down to Santry. Like and they'd say, would you not? Like, There's an article in 2017. Down, or over 1,000 more taxis in Dublin than New York. From when is that? 2017, that was. And have we got less or more now? There's as <laughs> many cabs here. This is 2019 Irish times. There's as many uh, cabs here <laughs> as New York. 20 million people live in New York or something like that. And the many say one million? In Dublin, yeah. just over a million. That's yeah, it's weird. I mean, the same amount of taxis yeah. as if that amount of people. Down there, Camden Street and all, it's impossible to get. That's what I don't get. But you just yeah. remember we were out a couple of weeks ago and taxis just driving past and you're like, I'm yeah. just going to walk. And they're empty in the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's nobody yeah. in the back. Oh, or they pull in and they're like, where are you going? I'm not going that way. Look, what way are you going then? Yeah. yeah. You're on a fucking taxi. Yeah. You're not going to tell you I'm going to pay you. Or probably not in some case. But the plan is to pay you now. Yeah. We got one there a few weeks ago after a show in Camden Street. We went up to Doors Ed Street with Bleaker Street Cafe. And your man says to us when we got in, he says, I'm not moving until you pay us first. He says, We're all gay. He's right. And it's on Doors Ed Street. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, um, yeah but how is that a short? Like, what's happening? Is that people like taxi men just like, I'm not going out or... I, I just know. I can't get my head around it. I don't know. Because I heard yeah. on the news as well, they were like, oh, they're getting on to like such and such to try and sort it out with the taxi man. But like, so what? Out? Just get in your car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And another thing we need to address as well, <coughs> what happened yesterday, the picture you going viral as well. What, do you want me to embarrass myself again? I don't want to well, talk. it was embarrassing. <laughs> it was embarrassing. Yeah. It fell again. I see it. So what's wrong with me balance this weekend? I don't know. I so tell Karen, you have about 40 million videos on your phone or what? Calvin walking around. He just keeps videoing me walking. He goes, I'm going to get you when you fall. I'm literally like walking from like, yeah. the kitchen to the sitting room. And all. Just yeah. me walking. Getting a new memory just card for your phone. I just need, them to, gone, slip. Yeah. I need yeah. them, need them to fall. Yeah. Thank God you didn't get me yesterday. Yeah, we went to Wicklow yesterday up to Kulalingo, uh, wasn't it? Glenmalo, no? Glenmalo, but the waterfall's Kulalingo. Is it, yeah? Sounds know. like a nightclub, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Over in Bleeding, Puerto Rico or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Kulalingo yeah. waterfall up in Wicklow, right? And uh, we had to cross this stream to get to it. So Terrence jumps into the stream, right? The thing was up, not even up to your knee. Takes two steps into it and goes from going. Right? <laughs> so I'm there, like, how did he fall? I don't understand and how he just fell, yeah? Yeah. And he's in the height of it. He goes over the other side and he's shouting, I'll give him the loads. And with that, it's like his flip flop is just left floating down the river. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'll go get that in that picture. That. Yeah, I goes, yeah. well, go and get it for you, Terrence. Yeah, now I didn't know. So I'm in the water, bleeding, wading down to get the flip flop for him. And then that was grand. And my boy shows me she has a picture of Terrence sitting there, arms crossed, the one slider on in the height of it. <laughs> so in that picture of him with his arms crossed, he's, look, he's actually looking at me getting his flip flop back for him. Oh, I kicked the rock. So, like, I'm walking across the stream and I'm just taking normal steps as you do and I kicked the fucking rock and fell into it again. And I was like, if I fall again... Because, well, I tell the story about to kick the pad. Yeah, yeah, if you want. Right. I thought you were going to save that for the live show. No, keep it. Fuck that, Because yeah. right? <laughs> we told on Instagram Live, didn't we, as well? Did you? Yeah. So, a couple of months ago, yes, Calvin still slags me about this to this day and I deserve it. The boys, like, dark and clearly only slags you about, about bleeding 20 minutes ago. Yeah, and I deserve it, right? So... I was yeah, I was in the gaff one night and yeah. I can't go out to bed unless I have a bottle of water beside the bed. Yeah. Now I'll drink tap water, but I'm like, the shop is literally on the corner. So I'm like, I'm just gonna get out and grab a bottle of water. And it's about half twelve. So I was walking down in my sliders, pair of shorts, top on, just floating down. And there was like a load of girls and a load of young flesh outside the chipper that's down there, yeah. And like some of the girls like, oh Terry Flower, you know, all this yeah. shit. And I'm like, oh, what's up, girls? And I go out and I'm flirting the gaff down, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, what's up? Whatever, I'm never yeah. having a buzz. And this fella. <laughs> Looked, you know, when you notice someone, like you can feel it. Like I looked at the, this fella that was with the girls, and he was a bit bigger as well. And uh, he was, he was looking at me funny, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" So I'm chatting to like three young ones. I'm not like chatting to one singler, you know. Yeah. And he starts walking over towards me, and I was like, "He's gonna smack me here," you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I just had a feeling he was gonna hit me, right? So I just panicked and pushed him, right? Yeah. So because he got close enough for me to push him, yeah. Like, he yeah. walked over, looking directly at me, so yeah. I pushed him. And when I pushed him, like, so I'm getting on well with everyone, yeah? When I pushed him, everyone turned at me and started at me. Yeah. So all these young ones and all that I was chanting, they were all like, you're a little scumbag, you're at the hitting him for nothing. I didn't hear him, I pushed him, I yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, this, this whole thing, there's this commotion going on, I'm trying to grab your man, and he's trying to grab me, you know, like, I'll fucking punch your head in, you know all this, carry on. Yeah. So we weren't getting at each other, there was loads of people in the way, and I was like, yeah, fuck off, you bleeding tick, whatever, whatever. So I go out across the road to go over to the shop, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's still looking. And he has a pair of sliders on. Yeah. A pair of sliders on me. So as I'm crossing the road, I kick the path. <laughs> I'm fell. <like. laughs> 
used to be a size seven, now you're a size four. <laughs> and the whole entire road just went, yeah! <laughs> and I got up, fuming at the picnic slider up. I'm shouting, I'll smash your head in, all this is going on. Oh. And I still haven't had it was a late. It was, about, it was about one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, one o'clock in the yeah. morning. He rang me, I was in bed. I was like, what, well, you was at the happening to me? Yeah. <laughs> I know you haven't had a full eight hour sleep since that. This was how long? A few months ago. Ah, this was probably last summer. Yeah. Last year. It was a good while ago. Could have been. I think it was before. Did you find out, Rudy? Did any of them video it and send it to you? And that was the biggest fear that I had? Yeah. No. No. Not yet, anyway. So, I even had to thank God when he did fall and everyone cheered on Sunday. That was videoed. Yeah, yeah that was. Yeah. It was the same reaction. That's why you fell, everyone. Yeah, because that's why we compared it to straight. Everywhere you, you only got to the top of the hill, Calvin goes, "That's like the flip flop thing." Yeah. You the back, like, Everywhere you go, you'll be walking around, people just videoing you, just in case you know, I had this. That's we had this, with me. Yeah, we had this conversation there on the Where's Your Head at podcast. Yeah, one thing because I think W Y H A. The Where's it? We did a different podcast with the lads, the legend. And uh, we had a conversation about people recording us. Oh, I think that's very weird. Very weird. Like I was yeah. saying, I was saying on that podcast, like sometimes I'd be going down to the shop. I said, just go down to the end of the road and stand on the corner. And I was going down there a couple of weeks ago. I was a couple of months ago or whatever. And there was some girl sitting in her car. And she was a little cracker, right? And I was like, oh, so I noticed that, right? But she's sitting in her car and she starts looking. I seen her taking her phone out, right? And she starts recording me and she looks this way. And she's recording me like that. Oh, and I was like, <laughs> Why did you not just roll the window down and say hello? Yeah, yeah. I just asked for a picture. Like, because, yeah. like, I'm, like, I, like, I'm not one bit shy on it. Yeah. Know? So yeah. I'd, I'd like bounced into the camera and been like, "What's yeah. up? What's happening? What's the story?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Who are you? Yeah. But it was like she started recording. Yeah, it's weird. Looking yeah. away, and I'm like, just say hello, like. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and it's strange. It's it's a weird it's weird to allow it to do that, isn't it? In a way, like isn't it? Just record it, someone. Yeah, I don't think you should I think be. A, I do think you should be because just randomly record someone though, and you're like, this is a bit creepy. Yeah, I think it's a little bit. I think it's a bit weird. Like, well, like, it's a bit about, intrusive, isn't it? And you're like, yeah, not, unless yeah. something's happening, then obviously, yeah. But like, if you're walking down the road, you're like, what? so how do you judge what if yeah. there's something happening or not? Because like, it'd be like recording the guard. The guard don't have body cams. Yeah. So we record them. Yeah, I know. Actually, if they give a big shout out. Yeah. Big shout out. We have a big, big, big fan of the podcast. Yeah. A super fan, actually. Yeah. So, uh, this is full of stories, isn't it, boys? Yeah. What the fuck is going on here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, me and my brother was walking past the flats the other day and this incident happened. Yeah, I'm not going to go into what happened, yeah, but we weren't involved in the incident, yeah. yeah. So, shit is kicking off. Guard is everywhere and we're watching along with 50 other people. Everyone's watching the thing. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? So, there's bleeding slaughter happening. Me and my brother are standing there. Dead not that mounts. And a super fan, the big bad banger that jumps out of a car, yeah, sprints over. She's playing clothes, perfect, her hanging off the wrist there. <laughs> sprints over. She goes, you get the fuck out of here, you. And I goes, what the fuck? <laughs> and she goes, your podcast. Yeah, she goes, your podcast is shy. Right? No <laughs> this is a couple of like yeah. mid-30s, you know. Yeah. Probably late 30s, yeah. And look, we're breaking up bollocks down. We're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah, what's that? Yeah. And as she's walking off, she says, put that in your stupid podcast. So I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, no better man. Don't yeah. threaten me. We're a good point. Was she serious? She yeah. No, she was deadly serious. Yeah. She was like, get the fuck out of here. And I looked at her and, and she goes, your podcast show. She said, we broke me bollocks down. Yeah, I was yeah. like, that, that, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And then as she was walking off, she's like, put that in your stupid podcast. And I was like, no, yeah, we didn't do that. Yeah. And then like, 
Oh, we're dedicating just... 40 minutes to it yeah. now. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly yeah. what we're yeah. doing. He rang me to say, it and I was just like, isn't that mad? That's like someone professional doing that job, and they go out of the way to say something like that. And it's like they're yeah. serving, like they're serving the public, and they say to a member of the public, your podcast is shite, like out of nowhere. Yeah. Just, yeah. Your podcast is shite, and you're like, all right, sound. Yeah. When imagine you, think you went into the bleeding, sorry, Carol. Yeah. Imagine you went in to get a coffee, and you're like, can I get a cappuccino? Then someone goes, your podcast is dirt, and hands yeah. you a cup of coffee. You'd be like, that was a bit uncalled for, but how and ever. Yeah. I had a conversation with her after, so, like, the incident still happened. That's what I found funny as well. She was there for the incident that was happening, and she ran over to me across the road, and then went to the incident. Yeah. So I was like, what Some the fuck? Some dying on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, it wasn't that, but yeah. Uh, so, whatever happened, the incident is, yeah, uh, cleared up now, yeah? And she walked over beside me, yeah? And, and I says to her, I says, you must be a fan of the podcast, eh? And she goes, yeah, no, I never listened to it. I said, how do you know it's shite then? And she, she starts stuttering forth, and then she goes, well, you're always slating us on it. And I goes, you're a prime example. Why is get slated on the podcast? Yeah. I was like, yes, I, I was like, you're a jealous bastard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's pure jealousy. This is yeah. a grown-ass woman running over to a young player who does a podcast because we slate the guard on it. Yeah. The only the only time we slate the guard on this is when they deserve to be slated. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? When yeah. my, my stand, I tell you what, Curran, I've had, since we started this podcast, what, 18 months ago, mm. I'm not one person on the street not one person has come up to me and provoked me about this podcast. Not one person. Three times a copper has. That's the third copper to do that. Yeah. Not one person has come up to me from any profession or normal closing, another young flat, and like went at me over the podcast, being like, this is shit, blah, blah, blah. Not one person. Eight, yeah. eight months doing it. Three coppers have. What, what do you expect me not to? When you think of it like on that level, though, on, on that level, imagine what's going on on the, on the week. Like, if, if they can do things like that, like, what's like, going I, on behind? But the, the thing that I was saying That's after, like... That's what scares like, me. Like, Weird. I, I, I've, I've seen mad similar kind of stuff. Not not like that way, some, uh, uh, someone telling me me. I usually get someone normal telling me me music. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've seen it on... Uh, I've seen it on levels. Like the, I've, I've heard that he's talking about it throughout on, on different podcasts and that, but I've seen it where, like, I've often been stopped in my car and I'd be driving home or something like that, you know? And uh, you'd get, like, they'd tear the car apart, like, and they'd te- like, I don't, I don't let anyone smoke in my car now, mm. but I definitely wouldn't let anyone smoke weed in my car. Mm. And they'd come, come up with the, look, there's a smell. Now, I know they need to have an excuse to be able to, mm. to search a car or whatever, but one time I remember them searching my car and I was being, like, I was being all right, just, ah, uh, go on, here's my license, messing about with them, you know? And uh, they tore the car apart, like, they, they took everything out of the glove box, threw it on the floor, and, all. and I asked them at the end, I said, he's going to pick that up, but I was kind of just yeah. messing and having, at, towards the end. Well, now that they're not going, you they genuinely, they yeah. just, left me and, and I, if I was smart to them from the start I'd say look maybe I was kind of because if I was one of them I'd do the same someone was being a young fellow was being yeah. smart I'd wind them up a bit but uh, nothing at all like just being genuinely being alright I was saying yeah no bother like, and even when he, he said when I said are you going to pick that up he said like they just kind of walked up it says grand I'll do it myself like, but there were, things well, like for nothing like is what you're saying it was for like no this, reason this at all, couple, yeah. I literally said to her at the end I was like I was like, that's actually embarrassing what you've done there. Yeah. I was like, that's... Look, I, I had to say... Look, I, I couldn't leave without telling her yeah. that you're a fully grown woman. That's embarrassing. You shouldn't yeah. do that. You know what yeah. I mean? Because there was young place there as well. There was other young place there who seen it happening. Yeah. And were like, I listen to your podcast. Now letting her... Yeah, now yeah, trying yeah, to be smart to her. Because they seen her provoking me like yeah. that for nothing. And I, I just had to go after her. I was like, that's embarrassing. Like, yeah. Like, it's a fully grown woman. Yeah. Obviously, she is a fan of the podcast. 
Obviously, she has definitely, to be. Definitely. She has well, to be. Well, isn't it good in a way? Some, like, I, I do see, you know, obviously, on, you're on social media, see videos of things going, happening, and, like, nowadays, kids and all are recording it. And I know, like, you get the odd Muppet that's recording it, and they're, they're messing about, and they're yeah. just being stupid. But you do get the odd one where you say, do you know what, they were dead, like, the, the, the unflat that's at the being getting, he got battered on the ground. I've seen a video of the unflat in Finglas or something like yeah. that. He was getting battered on the ground. Like, and they gave him a good, they, they gave him a good hiding, like, mm -hmm. on the ground. And I think it's good in a way that the air coin, it, there's, there's things like that happen. There's not enough being done about, like... Where they they should all have body cams. Yeah, but I think Why? that's coming in, isn't it? It's, it's well, supposed to be coming in, They it? looked into it before and said you hadn't got the budget for it. Yeah. Like, for everyone's protection, for the coppers' protection. Yeah. And for and the, the public. Yeah. Everyone should have a body cam. Or all guards should have a body cam. Yeah. Look, she has a body cam there. I don't even think it... It's not that, like, I can get out to the station and say, check her body cam there. I'm about to get provoked. I'm about to get verbally abused there or whatever. Yeah. It's not the case of that, but it's a case of... She wouldn't do that if she had a body cam on her. Yeah. And the ones in America you know I mean? as well, that, like, all the, the coppers in America have it. And... They're obviously not recording all the time, but they, they kind of are. So the copper presses it yeah. with the record, but when they press that button, it takes it 30 seconds before they press the button as well. Yeah, and, and very good, that. yeah. yeah. So, because there was, there was incidents in America where like, they were somebody ended up it. in a certain situation because the copper had done it that way. Yeah. They'd yeah. set it up, then start recording to make the copper look like he was on the defensive. So I think they should all have it. Just takes, yeah. It's not ambiguous yeah. then. We know what went down. We have footage from yeah. multiple angles. We have accounts. So we can match her up and say, well, the footage shows this. The person on the other end says this. Oh, yeah, yeah. that adds up. You I, I, mean? I, I seen a fella in London. You uh, might have seen this. You know the way when you do scrolling through the internet, you, you'd be watching something important and then you're watching absolute madness yeah. 10 minutes later. So I've seen this fella in London and he's going, he, go, he was standing at a police station. I don't know whether you've seen it, but he's standing at a police station. He's just filming the police yeah, station. Yeah, he's done it over here and, as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's done it recently. But uh, what he's doing, I think is That's I think ridiculous. It's, it's stupid. What That's doing. stupid, yeah. But what I would say is, I noticed the difference with the, because they have the body cams over there as well. I don't know whether it's the body cams or whether just because he's filming he has a, a big following or whatever. But uh, there's a big difference. The way he talks to the police over there, if we done that over here, like, yeah. you'd, be, you'd be better, you'd yeah. be battered, you know? You're going down yeah, at the road, right? Yeah, I've seen, I same footage. I don't know whether the one I seen was at the Broadwell, but same one in Dublin. He done it at the Broadwell, yeah. and uh, he's like, "I'm auditing the guard station." And the, the guard are like pulling into the station. They're like, "Can I help you?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm auditing the station." <laughs> and they're like, "All right," and they're just driving in. Yeah. And then like someone like those guards coming out them, and they're like, "Like, are you all right? Can we actually help you?" Or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, "No, I'm auditing this." He's just an, he goes to the that Buckingham Palace and all like. Yeah, and, he's, he's just. But see something like that. You're looking for trouble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like standing there recording. <coughs> that, that's what I mean. You shouldn't be allowed to stand there and record. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Oh, you agree with what he's doing yeah. now. The the actual what his point is. But what I would say is, you can notice a different like the way I've seen him. Like he just be talking to the police outside the station. He's giving them luck. Like, and if you were outside, oh, yeah, I've heard him. He starts on the cop at the Broadwell. He goes, yeah. you, you raise your hand to me again and you'll see. And the cop was like, why, why are you getting aggressive for? Like yeah, the cop yeah. puts his hand up to, to stop him like recording. So he does that. And he goes, you raise your hand like that, uh, you'll see, watch. Yeah. And I was like, like yeah. You're looking for trouble. But the certain parts of the, the certain, like if he, he was outside Kulak Garda station, he hadn't got his phone, he'd probably thrown in the bleed and be yeah. thrown in the bin. <laughs> but you know what the thing is, I say it all the time on this podcast, yeah. Not, they're not all, but it, see, see that when that incident happened there yeah. the other day. I think it must have been 40 minutes later two, two coppers were up at the flats walking past and the two said to me love your podcast not going to stand around talking to you yeah and I yeah. was like yeah sound lads and yeah. I walked because I wouldn't have stood there talking to yeah. you now maybe they obviously heard me saying that before yeah. but that was 40 minutes later and I'm like there's the contrast there they're either that bad like like that devious to run up and do that type of thing and be like getting lippy with you and provoking you 
And then there's this type of coppers here who I like, love the podcast, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Where's the blame balance here? Yeah, it's weird. It's, I, I think, especially in, like, obviously in, in town and things like that, like, I mm. think a lot of the time, a lot of young flits, like, you're, you're automatically kind of, uh, what would you say? You're Type passes. You're, 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 on the back, you're on the back foot from the start yeah. without giving the chance to, to present Pro yourself. Pro is the word. Yeah, kind of, like, yeah, in a way, but uh, you're right there. Not all, like, we used to have the odd one, like, no jelly legs. Do you remember jelly legs? Seamus from the Broadwell years ago, like, bleeding chase. Why do I remember like, the name? Jumping over the Grand National, getting over <laughs> the hook gates. And the no, but there was the odd, and then uh, there was a fellow, uh, Trevor, he used to play for Leeds and they used to come into Kevinbury and they play football with you, you know? They're the community guards. That was like yeah, Frank Helm. They, they, yeah, they were all right, but you get, there, there is, there is, there is good. Every line, every line of work is, uh, is good and bad, but I think, I think for what they're doing, it's, I, I don't think you have a lot, there's not really a lot of, uh, you shouldn't have a lot of allowance to be kind of, to be Yeah, I think that we're going like, to have to talk about in another episode. Yeah. Big, big it, time, it's yeah. our own topic. Yeah. Bring I mean, one in. I think the white lady poke hair on big, over there. Big time. Uh, <coughs> we've, uh, we've a couple of questions, uh, suggestions. Where are Sorry, Hopefully that big quick for you. How long no. are we into this podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so someone says, what's the maddest interaction you have had with a fan of the podcast? Ended up in the mall. I'm only messing. <laughs> <laughs> Maddest interaction we've had with a fan. Yeah. I hate saying a fan, a listener. Yeah. Listener. Like a fan is like, oh, we have fans. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. that's what the question says. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Um, and that's probably the literal fucking term for if you're a fan of something. Yeah, you know I mean, if you're yeah. a fan of the podcast, but uh, fucking, I don't know. Have you got, is there one that has happened to the two of us even? One that springs to mind is, remember that time, I won't say where we were, but we were uptown and a fella came over to me and he was like kind of hovering around us and then he handed me something and goes, hey, I'll give that to Terrence. Yeah. But you were standing beside me. Yeah. So like you could see this happening. Yeah. And he handed me a driver's license from Texas and I was like, this is very strange. For yeah, what? Yeah, it's like, oh, I have a phobia in Texas, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, well, I was like, just Terrence is there, say it to him. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, uh, but whatever, but like, even everyone's over that now. Everyone's like, it's, but like, even then, Calvin was like, I was like, what did he hand you? He's like, a Texas driver's license. And did he take it back? But it was like, the tree was here like this, Karen. Yeah. Parents is there, I'm here. And then you handed it to me. I was like, he's there. Yeah. Just, I should be like, oh, but you handed it to Calvin. And then Calvin handed it back to him as if to say, like, and then I says to Calvin, what did he hand you then? He's like, a Texas a Texas driver's license. That was very strange. Yeah, I was like, oh, weird, I was yeah. like, sound. Yeah. Like, now what? Yeah. Like, what yeah. do we do now? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do we go hard? Scan it and give it back to him. Yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Do a blade snip off. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I was like, yeah, weird. Um, that was know. a weird one, yeah. yeah. Uh, we've had loads, but I think when you put me on the spot like that, look, if you had a shit, that's weirdest ones, like, yeah, yeah. We've had a few. I tell you, I get a lot around the country as well, like outside of Dublin when he's out, like if he's at the Kedar, if he's down the line, do tours or anything yeah. like that. I'd say, like, Shiny time, I went in Wexford, remember, uh, Amy's man, I was out for something with me, or a man, our brother, yeah, but we were in Wexford, and uh, what happened, I was down there a few months ago when I was in the chipper. And because it's in the country, you can't get it delivered to the gap, obviously. You have to go and get it. <laughs> yeah. So I was in the chip until young lads come over to me. And when we went back to the gap, I said it to one man. And I was like, you're fully yourself. And I, who do you think you're at? And I was like, all right, like, why would I make that up? Yeah. And then we went by breakfast then, the last time I was down. And uh, the girl who was serving us come over and she was like, oh, I'm a big fan of the podcast. I was like, oh, thanks very much. Brilliant, uh, yeah. Nice to hear that. And my man was like, she was sick. I was like, see, I told you, people in Wex would listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and what you're like when you get someone like that, would you, would, like, would you be, uh, do you find a word that people are praising you out of kind of nowhere? Like, so before the podcast, you might have been getting praised for being sound or whatever it is, but would you, if 
do you find it weird when people, how would you react to someone coming up to you and saying, come here, your podcast is amazing or it's great or whatever. I appreciate if they're it. Not, if they're not engaged in the conversation and they're just saying the podcast is great, I literally always just go, ah, let Would you get down. nervous or anxious no. or anything like that? No. 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 I actually like the conversation. I like what John yeah, comes up great. and like, it's, it's and great have a proper conversation. Yeah. Like, or I'm in recovery now this amount of months so yeah. listen to you that yeah. help me. I love that. I, do, I start there talking to someone for half an hour 40 minutes, you know? Yeah. I love all that. Do a podcast yeah. with them. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. episode 78 wrapped up. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? No, so. it, like it is weird because like a couple of people come up to us have a bit in room like what do you do in this situation? I was like, I don't know. Like, it's, yeah. Just enjoy it. Yeah, just say it. Yeah. Someone says your podcast goes, say thanks. Yeah. And they say, like, whatever. Yeah, you talk to them like the normal people. Like, we yeah. are normal people. I think it's just, like, I, I wouldn't be n- not near the numbers you do or anything like that with podcasts or anything. But, like, if I'm doing a gig or something like that, like, at the end of a gig, if I'm doing a support or something like that, people would come up to you and they'd say, like, well done. And they'd say, that's a, a great thing you're that to doing or whatever it might have been. And I, I, there's something about it I find a bit weird because you're kind of you do it for like a lot of the things that you do whether you know it or not like you don't like I don't do music to to get people's uh, opinions or praise so yeah. I do it because I enjoy I love doing that and I love writing songs about things that relate to people and that people can listen to and say do you know what in four years five years time that song I remember when he brought that out and it reminds me of this time or whatever mm. but you do in some way do it for approval of others as well not intentionally but you do it for people to, to like you don't want people saying what you're doing is, is crap everybody's saying mm-hmm. you know but I find it a little bit weird when people are kind of not constantly but at a gig for example I've always finished gig and loads of people are coming up and saying that was brilliant that was great like I just find it a little bit overwhelming be, yeah because I don't I, I don't think not that I, would, I wouldn't be lacking confidence but I wouldn't think what I, I made that song or I, I'm at the doing this in a room similar like you've done it in the, the kitchen you started off and that like wherever I'm at the creating I made it in a small small space that, that I didn't like it was nothing there was nothing fancy or there was no coattails or anything like that and then someone's coming up and loads of people are saying Do you know what that song or this and that mm. and I kind of for a while I found it a little bit I'd always say thanks very much but I've often had people saying to me like you don't know how good you are or you don't know like mm. I'm not blowing smoke or anything like that I'm not c- the complete opposite of that but uh, I've often thought to myself, like, how do, it, it, it's a bit weird getting a praise from everybody mm. when you don't, you deserve, you deserve it because you're, work, you're at the working hard and you're, you're, it's you're like doing... It's imposter syndrome there, mm. isn't it? It's, it, I just, I, I don't know what it is. I just find at the end of a gig or something like that, when people come up to me and say, oh, that was brilliant things, so I'd say thanks, but like, I, and I take it in a lot and I really appreciate it when someone says, mm. because I think it's weird that people go out of way to go to their gigs and things like yeah. that. When you actually look into everything behind it, babysit, whatever it may be, whatever, everything that you have to do to leave yeah, that house to, to get gig, to you, yeah. it's weird. But uh, yeah, I, I, I just find it weird when people kind of come up to you and say, that was brilliant. And I think to myself, it's not re- like, it's, it's, it, maybe it's good and you enjoyed it, but it, it's literally nothing you could do it, you know? And yeah. I, you do think, and I just I wondered what you was like, because I'm sure you was like getting a lot of it in the last, in the last it's, while. And what do you what, think it's hard for you to be like, oh, you can do it? We're like, we, we say to everyone, and talk. anybody could do this. Anybody nah, I, I disagree with that and no this is not, not being smart but I've heard podcasts and I've listened to recent podcasts the, not everyone can do it the way you're doing it there's, mm. there's a difference with uh, I could get two mics and sit there with one of my mates and like it's hard to be not only is the authentic side to it and the realness uh, to, to a uh, hard to get but it's hard to have good personalities as well not everyone has a good a lot of people have great personalities but there's different ways of showing your personality and I think you was going to have that like I think you're off the head man like I think you're <laughs> young man. like now in a good way like I think yeah. like and I, people just and 
There's something, I don't know what it is, there's something like, do you know, do you ever see someone, like we were talking about, uh, I think I said to you earlier about Damien Dempsey, there's yeah. something about Damien Dempsey that when he when he sings and when he does, there's just something there and you can't explain what it is. Yeah. And I think you always kind of have that, like you can't tell exactly what it is, but it's something very different to what other people have. Yeah. And it's very real, you know, it's deadly. That's so, that's why you're down the, the numbers, that's, that's yeah, why the numbers are flowing. Because we were at Damien's gig and... That's like when we were down, I was like, Terence, this is mad. Like, these people. Like, it's a weird feeling, isn't he it? Has, he has yeah. this crowd in the palm of his hand. Yeah. Like, whatever he says, this crowd will do. Yeah. yeah. Like, these, he has a cult following. Yeah. Like, legit cult following. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. It was unbelievable. Yeah. This just reminded me. So, that was at Vicar Street. We're going to be in Vicar Street next Sunday. Yeah. Uh, it's getting close now. Amazing. Very close. If there's anyone out there that has tickets and they don't know if they can go, put it on your Instagram story and tag us in it because there's people texting us for tickets yeah. and. We actually cannot do anything about it. Like the venue was sold out, we actually can't add more seats. Yeah. We had to put an extension on the place if that was <laughs> if you were looking at bigger capacity. But if you have tickets and you're not sure if you can go, put it on your Instagram story, put it on Twitter, tag us, let us know. We'll reshare that. We'll get people looked after because people are hounding us for tickets. Yeah, boys, that's been talking about blading and now about jumping taxis and what have you. And all. we haven't even got into this week's guest. Caroline, do you want to give us a song to kick her off before we get into you? Yeah, well indeed, yeah. Grab the guitar, he brought the guitar and all. Well prepared, this fella. Well prepared. Well prepared. You'll have to, uh, you'll have to bear with me a little bit. My old uh, voice is a little bit rusty. Yeah. But uh, I'll give it a go. I'm uh, only over a chest infection, so. Making like, excuses and every, every, looking... No, hold on. I was going to say, everyone makes that excuse. Yeah. It's always, I'm only having a chest infection. I genuinely did. I understand to you. Chest <laughs> infection's in the middle of June. <laughs> yeah. Come on, what's yeah. the song called? This is a song called Life in a City. Um, yeah. I hope you enjoy it, yeah? Yeah. All right, go on, take it away. (laughs) It was seven Bolton Street Where my friends and I would meet Some would light up hand-rolled cigarettes And the smell of smoke would reek and on the corner of Church Street Was where the addicts tried to sleep There'd be kids who'd use another route to school In case the needles cut their feet And that's a normal observation And we'd see that every day We'd never judge one for their downfall we just learn from their mistakes Some were wiser than those wealthy some would even change their ways Some would pass before their twenties Some would leave and move away Stand up for When you've nowhere left to go And the only thing you know Was life in our city Stand up tall There'll be times that life is hard There'll be times you must let pass When you live in a city And in the flats was where you'd feel A real sense of community When one would fail They would all set sail And they'd bring you to your feet And your mother took your side Even after you had lied then a flame ignites till you apologize And your mother's satisfied And if you heard her conversations We wouldn't speak about our pride 
we wouldn't talk of education Cause we were streetwise qualified A generation soon to move on With the new kids just behind And the soil that we were raised on Will remain inside our mind Stand for When you've nowhere left to go And the only thing you know Was life in our city Stand up tall There'll be times that life is hard Yeah, there's times you must let pass When you live in a city In time it shows I miss there every day Yeah As life goes on This city will never change Stand up when you've nowhere left to go, and the only thing you know was life in a city. That was unbelievable, Caroline. Yeah, that was thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Come out. It's called Life in a City. Yeah. So, oh. So, I wrote that song. That's the the next single I have coming out. It's out on the eighth of June. Um, so I grew up in a, a place close to a lot of years now, obviously, but for other people that wouldn't know, is uh, North King Street, Linden Hall Street there. And uh, I grew up there. I lived there till I was about fifteen or sixteen, and uh, I got into music. My brother was a musician, and um, he was playing in a band years ago. They were a, a very successful band in Ireland. They done well at the time. They were called No Angels. So he was the lead singer of them, and they they had a uh, I think they were in, they were in the Irish charts, the official charts, and all you know. Um, so when I was a kid, I always kind of looked at him, all my mad so it's uh, family and things like that, and musical. So, um, I started songwriting and uh, going to the youth clubs, you know, Brado. I remember which you used unbelievable. to do it. They yeah, were yeah, club. yeah. I was uh, I started off doing songwriting, and then I had the opportunity to do it with uh, Colin Quirney for a while, and then I done a course with Christy Moore and. I had deadly experiences like when I was toured in I'd done a gig with Damien Dempsey wow. in uh, Whelan's and the Axis in Ballymun and uh, Sparky do you know you know Sparky Sparky, so Sparky is, was, was a huge uh, help to me when I was a kid and I was terrified I used to I was writing songs when I was 14 about like I had a neighbour two doors down and he was uh, he was an addict you know and I was writing songs about things that I shouldn't have been writing about if that makes sense so a 13 year old wouldn't usually write about you know and uh at that time, I don't know what it was. I don't know why I wrote it. I, I always found that the songs I was writing, and I, I could never write a happy song. Probably still can to this day. But uh, yeah, I was doing uh, the Damo Dempsey gigs, and I remember, I never forget it. I went out onto the stage, and I was, ter- I was terrified. It never more scared me life from what I can remember. My ma sent me out in a yoke. I think, I think, honest to God, I think it was a communion suit. It's weird. <laughs> bleeding red short. I don't know. It wasn't. A, I don't know what it was. It was like one of them suits you get in Spain if you were doing the ballroom dancing or something <laughs> yeah. like that. But I went out and I remember, I never forget these things, something that always plays on my mind weirdly. I went out to the crowd and I sang and I was really bad, like, not really bad, but it's, the songs were good for my age and things like that, but there was Justin Bieber out and all then who were like leading manufactured, they were unbe- like 
little good looking kids and great fast dancey songs wearing the best clothes and playing floating out one of my uncle's shorts or whatever it was so, <laughs> but I never I remember doing the gigs and I never talked after them so when I, I played the song I just that stopped let the crowd clap and, and then played then. another one yeah. and I was so terrified and always played on me so anyway after that the youth clubs were great for me uh, in town I found them really good especially for songwriting and obviously getting you out of, out of the area and messing about and that you know um, so I got into different bands and I lost a lot of confidence with singing because um, I was asked before about doing backing vocals and bands and do you want, and I was saying, I, I tried to sing and I wasn't, still to this day, I don't class myself as a great singer, you know. But uh, I've heard, I've, and I heard loads of people saying the same with Damien Dempsey, Christy Dignam has often said it. I think like there's so many great singers out there that you can hear. Like you be at a party and you hear a girl or a fella and they mm. be belt out these notes, but they look stiff and they look, they look, yeah. they look dull, you know. And I think when there's passion behind something, there's, there's something about it. And I have, I've always kind of when I'm singing a song, I kind of got into it, you know. But uh, just going back to to what I'm saying was with the with youth centres and things like that. They helped me kind of with my songwriting and for a few years, like I was. I, I always kind of wanted to thank the youth centres for for uh, what they're doing. So I think I think they're kind of uh, unsung heroes, so to speak. Like you used, yeah, you used to be down there, and there was loads loads of youngsters from Doors Ed Street. Yeah, those are they were unbelievable. You could trouble. only get a dinner and all. And there was another fella, Deco uh, Deco Keenan. He's uh, he ran a, a club called Dublin Christian Mission. I'm not sure what you know. No, it's down there, Greek Street flats, and. Uh, these are just, it's, years ago when I used to be in these clubs, I used to think to myself, I think you, you probably had one down there, you was near, uh, OICS, we were yeah, there. yeah, yeah, I was never in there now, but I know, like, years ago, you'd kind of go into them, and you'd just mess about, act the bollocks, you, you know, bollocks, yeah. but you never, re- like, I remember sitting back one time, and I was thinking to myself, I think it's weird, that them people went out of their way, to benefit us, yeah, isn't that meant, especially people not from the area, well, yeah, that's what I always say about the doctor, Darren O'Connor, Darren, I've mentioned uh, that, Maria, Cat- there was, and I don't want to forget anyone, Paulie, and there's loads Bill, of people, Bill, 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 Bill was a legend, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, Sparky, Sparky, Sparky was a huge help to me, mm. when I was a kid as well, like he, he kind of linked me, with Damien Dempsey, and anyway, they, they go, just, with them youth clubs, I think they're they're unbelievable. I don't think they get enough credit for what they do. There's not enough funding either. Like, no, it's definitely not. not definitely not. But they, they, even without the funding, they do an unbelievable. It is a thankless job, though, isn't it? Like, yeah. You don't realize, like as you said, we used to go in and run a muck. Yeah. It's only when you look back now and you're like, if you try and play, you yeah, I remember, yeah. I remember me and my mate got fucked up around that side each other. Yeah. And it's only when you look back now, thinking like. What were you doing, you shit yeah, cunt? Yeah. No, honestly, like, it, yeah. I, like, I know you laugh, but like, it's not funny. Oh, no, yeah. What no, are you no. doing? Yeah. Like? yeah. And then you realise someone actually went in and is facilitating you, keeping you off the street and they're trying to yeah. keep I you out of trouble. Now, if, that, that's the thing I think about people in youth centres. I wouldn't laugh. If I was in the youth centre that we were in, you wouldn't last. I you wouldn't last an hour looking after the kids. Yeah. Because like, we were bastards, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, we, a, like, we were like, we out causing ructions on the streets. Yeah. So, like, when we got in there. You was in the youth centre the whole Yeah. You got in there and she. Get your dinner and relax. Yeah, supposed to go in and have Something and chill out with the boys and have a game playing the game of FIFA or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. we're just causing more. Yeah, I was one of them. I kicked the head yeah. off me. Yeah. And I, I, I think it's, there's still people doing it. Like Spark, you know, still the Darren does. They're, it, I think. They all, they're, they're, they're all, they're all, still, they're, they're all yeah. still there. And I think it's mad. I, I just always thought it was weird that, that there, there was something, there's something weird about somebody. And I don't want to sound like. Uh, like a, a bit of a prick, like I wouldn't help anyone or that. But I just think I think it's a job that only certain people might be able to do. You know, they, they, yeah. they were unbelievable. You know, but uh, yeah, I grew up then in uh, I, I I grew up there and I was mad into music. I lost the confidence with the singing. Someone said to me, "Do back and vocals and blah blah." So after a few years, I uh, I, I stopped and I uh, 
I only got back into it in 2017 and I wrote a song called Almost Anyone. I went out to the studio and Donna Mead and recorded with a good friend and um, I, I wasn't, like when I listen back to it now, you know, you, you, hear, you, you might say it on your first podcast when you listen back to your first one, you improve yeah. an awful lot, you know. And I feel like I, I wouldn't, like I feel like I haven't, I, I've came an awful lot from the start to where I'm at now. I've learned an awful lot and um, yeah, I've been doing that now myself. I've been very lucky. I'm at having some unbelievable opportunities. I've had uh, opportunities with, to, to play and perform and, and, and gig and support people that I watched as a young fella and uh, as a kid. And yeah, I'm, 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 I love it. Just, uh, I have a weird thing about it where, and you are probably the same with the podcast, uh, someone said to me it's like an obsession the way I explain it, but I have this weird thing that I think about it every minute of the day. It's mm. very weird thing, and I just I'm constantly thinking about what am I doing next and where am I going next, and I I have goals and where I want to go and things like that. Was your biggest inspiration growing up, musically? Like, um, there's a lot of people that say bleeding Leonard Cohen and all that, and they, they're the same age as me, and they don't. They say if yeah. they they weren't they were listening to Shane Ward because he won the X Factor, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Um, I always found found that weird as well. They say like they say Leonard th- classically th- trained. He weren't listening. Yeah, weren't listening. Your mum wasn't no. listening to what yeah, we did. No, she wasn't. Yeah, dead right. But uh, yeah, I got to listen to Ragamuffin and all. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, if I'm honest with you, the the uh, the biggest inspiration for me was Christy Dignam as a kid. Mm. My brother gigged with him in the Point Depot years in '99, and or I think it was '99 2000, and Christy sang in a song with him, and uh, I always just found it when I watched him. There's something another. He, he obviously had him on but he's another fellow when you watch him singing you're just like you, ignore the great hits and the, the amazing songs that he have but him as a performer like the way he performed and the way, he just literally didn't give a he didn't give a shit you know and he was huge for me as a kid like I watched him for years and years so if he used to be on the Late Late Show or if he was on wherever it might be I'd watch it because he was on it and mm. I, I never really say, said this because I've, I've been very lucky to I'm at to going around loads of different parts of the country with him and uh I I still people do, like I'd I'd be supporting them like I was supporting them there a few weeks ago in Waterford and then I was supporting them in, in Carrigan Shannon. And when you see them see bands or you see the same thing always, you kinda of get a bit fed up with it. There's something weird I have and I never get fed up with watching them. I ju- I learn an awful lot by looking at him. Mm-hmm. Wish I sounded like him because his his voice is unbelievable. But uh there's something about like floating out to Vicar Street in a Celtic jacket in your feet. No, I know it's I know it's funny, but that's unbelievable like Years ago, you don't you get people going out and bleeding, getting dressed up for three days before they do their gig. You know what I mean? He he just he, he didn't. It wasn't about that too. And he did like there were so many things that he looked great at, but it was like he just he didn't care about it. And his voice just told told his story. And yeah. I think this he inspired me massively. Um, and then when I play, got the opportunity to gig with him, I just thought weird, a, a bit strange or something like that. You know? Yeah. Never. I don't get fa- not phased, but I don't really look at people like celebrities or anything like that. You don't I just get think, No, never, man. Never. I don't. So me, like even with places, like my girlfriend's up and says to me, "Do you want to go to like we went to Vegas, New York, and that?" But she said, "Do you want to go to, we'll say Dubai or something like that?" And I say, "No, I'd look around YouTube or Google Maps." And yeah. I, what doesn't? I'm not interested. In I don't give a shit about going to see them. But uh, when I see him, there's something every time I do notice when I see him playing live, I kind of I don't get fed up, and I I'm like, what the fuck? Like this is weird, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's unbelievable, unbelievable. But he'd be the biggest one. And then you always have your great ones, your Sinead O'Connors, your Damo Damo. Oh, you only got into Damo Damo when I start getting supports as a kid with him because I didn't know who he was before that. Yeah. And then after that, he was a big one as well. But uh, for kids, it was Christy Dignam. Yeah. Um, you're gonna play another song for us. Yeah, so this is a song called Mother. Uh, this is the 
this song is probably the first song that kind of started taking me to different places in terms of getting gigs and getting opportunities and that. So uh, I wrote this song. A lot of people do out do often ask me is this song about a personal song to me it's about domestic violence and it's not I remember being uh, we were in my me, me girlfriend's nanny's house one time and I was sitting in, in one of the box bedrooms I think they were gone away or something like that and I remember looking at a newspaper and seeing a story about a girl that uh, should be by her partner and it was an awful thing that happened and uh, I didn't really write the song around that story but I wrote the song the minute I looked at it and, and read about it I don't really read a lot of newspapers, but this story just struck to me. You know, it kind of mm-hmm. it was kind of a, a whore telling horse story, not a, a journalist telling their story. Yeah. And uh, I I visioned this young fella lying in a bed with with a pillow over his head, stopping the noise from his da beating his ma. You know, and uh, yeah, I I wrote that song, and I never wrote it to, when I said I got a lot of opportunities. Ever, I never wrote it for that. But it, look, I've had amazing opportunities. I went out to refuge centres around Dublin and Ireland. And got to play in front of the president of Ireland. Now again, I not wasn't a big not, deal. Not, not, any not, of us. Yeah, not <laughs> not even that. Like I just I, I don't I'm not faced by any politicians or anyone. I, I treat everyone kind of as the mm, way. Like yeah. I am you and you're me kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, it was a great opportunity to say that you got to do you know. And and when you're looking for more gigs or when you're pushing out to get more gigs, it's nice to have that. In your it was CV. good to kind of have yeah. it there behind you. But. Uh, yeah, I, I I went out to so many refuge centres and I heard story like I wrote that song about a story that I read and I thought like this is terrible, you know. And the stories that I heard in these refuge centres, the song has nothing to to what uh the stories were. But yeah, I'll give it a bash and yeah. uh, see what you think. Yeah. I'll give it a go and Yeah, go on, take us away there, Carol. This is a song called Mother and it's uh Yeah. from the ground when you were down He would say go get your father or your brother By the time they came he was nowhere to be found How dare you put your hands on my mother You're a man no man's land Stop your crying for one more day I'll say my prayers and it'll go away Mother, just stop your crying for one more day I'll say my prayers and it'll go away He would make you hide your scars As the tears would fall, we would see you start to bruise. And as he hit you in the arms to make you wake up, inside his mind was more than confused. And he would run out of our garden and call the neighbors. 
You'd see their curtains close before he's done And he made statements, lies And he told all of the papers He done nothing wrong And you were number one Wanted to stop you crying for one more day I'll say my prayers and it'll go away Wanted to stop you crying for one more day Wanted to stop you crying for one more day I'll say my prayers and it'll go away Stop you crying for one more day. Thank you. Fucking hell. That's powerful, that is, Kieran. Thank you. Thanks very much. Well, yeah. Yeah, strange, yeah. Do you have to come out at a, a song like that? And say, like, this isn't about a personal situation. No, I don't really, because... I let the name of it as well. Yeah, yeah, and the lining is, the lining is how dare you put your hands on my mother, you know? Yeah. But uh, I remember I was doing Aslan in the Olympiad, he gave me a support, and I remember I was running down the... Uh, I was finished on stage, and I went down backstage, to, or out backstage to watch the gig. And uh, a woman came up and she says, is that about your ma, you know, real common yeah. voice on it, you know? I says, no, but I was, uh, a lot of people do assume that, but I don't, I try not to tell, that song is very self-explained. Like, you can kind of, when you listen to the words of it, it's kind of straightforward and you can tell the story. What's happening. Yeah. But I try just let people think what they want of it. Yeah. And, and and if they do think maybe it's about me or it's about them or it's about whoever, they can kind of take it as they, as they want. But if it relate, like, of, of the messages you get, of, you get some mad, like, not mad messages, but you get messages that you didn't write it for that, if you, if you know what yeah. I mean. Like, I wrote it for people to listen to and this is a song and, and I can write songs about this kind of stuff and I hope you enjoy this kind of stuff because it's, it's talking about things that actually happen it's not talking about driving, bleeding Ferraris and walking yeah. around with them dogs board yeah, four grand you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah. It's, it's raw and it's rough and ready and uh, it was recorded a couple of years ago the one on YouTube is a bit more kind of basic and I will get to redoing doing that uh, song but uh, yeah no it's nice to, I think some people when they message you you get, you get messages that you, you, they're kind of a detailed messages or, or personal messages to them and it's it's lovely to have someone sharing their, they, a their story. connection there. Yeah, yeah. It shows yeah. that they're doing something for them as well because yeah. they feel like now they can open up to you yeah. because of what they've heard. Yeah, it's great. It's it's similar to the situation you'd have like with people coming up to you about the, the recovery, recovery and, and that. Yeah, and, definitely, yeah. Um, it's a nice feeling, you know, and just a quick, and I'm not really here to hear the plug things or anything, but there's a fantastic refuge. There's a yeah. refuge centre in, uh, in Do- I won't say where it is, you're not supposed to, but, uh, they're called Evenus uh, Refuge Centre and the job these do like similar to the youth club but you, on, on a different level in a way you're dealing with different types of people and, and different situations and scenarios but uh, the job these do is unbelievable you know, plug the and, life you, out you of think them, they're, they're brilliant and uh, I, ju- I just think they're for what they do like I went out and I got to uh, got to play out there and play a couple of songs and when I seen what they do I, I Another thing that you sit back and you say, it's mad that they do it. Because I don't think, I, I, I'd love to be able to do it and I'd love to try it. 
But I don't I don't think I'd last a week, you know. Mm. I think the stories and the it's stuff that heavy, have, like it's heavy stuff yeah. and it's amazing what they do for for people that, that can go into work and then I, I think it's mad that you go home after after that kind of stuff like and that. Leave and that yeah, how do you disconnect yeah, from yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. but yeah, uh, I won't keep it too too sad. But yeah, that's it. Uh, that's the song Mother and uh, yeah, glad you enjoyed it. Thank mm, you. It's brilliant. What's your, what's your favorite song that you've ever wrote? I wrote a song for me nanny. My nanny was uh my nanny was would have been the, the first time I ever felt kind of uh, lost in me in my life. Like you know, I don't. So when you grow up, where and I'm not trying to sound like laden two packing together, but when you grow up in in town and that you're very you're very thick skinned. You don't like it's slackings you I used to get and everyone would get like that different gravy all together. We only talked about that recently. Like, it, like other people. Someone from the outside comes in and hears the stuff that we do be saying to each other and so like, what Robert Doug's back in Yeah, like, yeah. That actually is very bad when you think about it. When you're around someone else and you're like, I can you see think... why they reacted that way but yeah. I didn't react that way so don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. 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 But it's, 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 you're, you're always kind of, you're able for everything like, and you yeah. don't take life too serious and things like that. But uh, when my nanny died, that was the first time, as I said, I've never really felt like lost or anything like that. That was the first time I ever kind of sat back and said, holy fuck, like this is... This is uh, it was just weird, you know. She raised me when I was young, so she was kind of, she was really uh, would have been close to her, very close as a kid. And I can't, uh, I don't really go into uh, you know, videos or pictures and things like that. I don't really like uh, looking at them or something like that. I know that sounds a bit weird, but anyway, I wrote a song about her, and I wrote a few songs about her after, better songs than this particular one. But I released it quick, this song, because I wanted to, I had a song that I wrote for her, I wanted to record it, and it was our funeral, and it was coming up, and things like that, and it was just, a, it, it was all a fast experience, and it was a quick thing done, but that's the most personal song to me, that I kind of, when I'm playing, I try not to play it live at too many gigs, because you start kind of, Do not wet, kind of thing. yeah, kind of, you just get too into it, you know, and, like, I try, I get into songs, and when you, if you see a live gig, like, if you come to a live gig sometime, you'll see that I get into the songs, and I get very uh, deep and invested into the story that I'm writing, but with that song, it just fucking throws me, you know, I kind of get a little bit, I shouldn't be, uh, shouldn't yeah. be singing this, it'll bleed and ball me eyes out, not now, I'm saying, but at yeah. the gigs, you know, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's the, it's not my best song, but it's the most, She's it's the, the best song to me, you know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. the rest of them are, the Mother would be another one that I like, I like playing that, there's something about the, well, the yeah. drop and bringing her up to that kind of big chorus, and I'd love to be, I'd love them to have all the power to do it properly, but sometimes, as I said, at a gig or something, you'll hear that, and uh, yeah, I think I'm, there's a lot of artists out there, Damien Dempsey, for example, in my opinion, is better live than he is recording. I do agree. I agree. I yeah. think he, he's made, you don't get the feel. And I, I feel, and I'm not, like you fucking call me the Aldi version of Damien or something, I'm not trying to be like that, or but I'm just saying that I would be, I, I believe that when you come to a, a live gig, like I done Wheelands there, which was great, it was it's small, not small, it was small enough, it was sold out, which was unbelievable. I think, it, that t- going back to that thing, I think it's weird people go out of their way to come and see it. But when I played live there, uh, I was full of emotion and I was full, and people I could just I, I could feel yeah. people there's something weird about it you know Palpable, like you can, yeah you yeah can feel you can it. feel it in the yeah. room and I think that's a so I'll be probably one of them people that will be will be better live than I will be as a recording artist because recording artists just, you're stuck you're going by not stuck but you're going by a time and you're trying to get things perfect you don't want the perfect you want to you want to have that loose rough around of, the edges, rough, yeah. yeah give people the feeling and bring them up and bring them down and say yeah just, it's weird what's your favourite venue Vicar Street does everybody just say Vicar Street? I don't know what no, the story is. No, Vicar Street is the best venue in Ireland. Every single in, person in, we ask in, in Ireland, like country yeah. mile. And anything, in comedy, in music. Well, Chris, he said it to us when we had him on. He said that when Vicar Street only opened up, he said they played in there for a week. Yeah. He said, as I'm playing there for a week, 
Yeah. And they tried to like loads of different setups and systems. Mm. So they got the sound perfect and spot on for playing gigs. Yeah. yeah. He said that's the only venue. He said it's a, the it was the first venue in the country built for purpose, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Built yeah. for playing yeah. musical gigs like that. Yeah. So my my whole like uh, dream and plan is, and this this is something that you you take in because what you are at to doing is unbelievable. Again, I'm not blowing smoke up his ass. My dream is to headline Vicar Street and sell it out as a solo artist and someone that can go out and just have a load of bleeding Dubliners or whoever it is, people from around the country and people like us, you know, and, and people that understand and appreciate struggle and stuff like that. And my, that's my dream. After that, if you said to me today after that, come here, you can do the tree arena if you want to, you can do this or that. So, no, I'm not even fussed. And people, will, obviously, it will, you can move on and things like that, but that's that's my dream and I've played it. I've been lucky to play it a couple of times doing supports and, and events um, and it is the best venue in the country by a country mile I think as well I think it's I think, the Olympia is kind of it's great looking and that you know but th- there's something about Vicar Street the Olympia though. has a mad setup, doesn't it mm. like it's mad like the Olympia is um, more of a players like, yeah because yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's so like the, the stage in it is so tall yeah yeah, the Olympia, the, 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 Vicar Street is just, there's something about it, you know. Like, when you see Ed Sheridan, I'll come back and play in Vicar Street. I know we've done Whelan. Whelan's a great yeah. venue as well, like, but I'm talking like venues that are kind of big and big, iconic, big. Like, like, iconic, and Whelan's would be iconic, the main stage and that, and maybe the upstairs or whatever, but uh, Vicar Street is the best venue in the country, in my opinion, anyway, you know. And, uh, You're not the only person, anybody who we ask says the same thing, like. Yeah. yeah. Which is fucking mental. Yeah, it's but unbelievable. We're down 12 days, have we? Yeah, but who's counting? So, and you will love it, and that, that that's only that'll be only a, that'll be only a stepping stone. You'll fly past that, then you'll be. But I bet you any money down the line, I bet you any money you'll come, you'll do a load of venues, and you'll come back and you'll say Vicar Street's the best venue. Mm-hmm. Something about the way I think it's the way the room is shaped or something like that. It's like yeah. people are bleeding. It's like you could put your hand out and shake the hand, and it's a big room. Have, have you been in Vicar yeah. Street? Yeah, we've yeah, been it's there a, obviously times, a big. Yeah. It's a big room, like but yeah. there's something so intimate about it. Like, yeah. It's I, the way I get it is you can nearly you could feel the sweat coming off someone if they're playing, if they're yeah. gigging or something like that. Yeah. You're that close, even though you're so far away, you know, it's mm. just weird. Next to Anne McNally and she let us play another gig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She lives there. Yeah. She owns the fucking kid. Yeah. Yeah. That's called can be used for fucking yeah. next Sunday night. Yeah. yeah. For, um, you have another song you want to play for us? Yeah, so this is a song called Follow Your Soul. Uh, one of the first ones around, around first or second song I wrote uh, when I came back and started doing my own stuff. And, uh, this one I won't really tell the story of. Um, I've often told the story of it and other things, but they wouldn't have been. Uh, they wouldn't have been. People probably weren't listening to them, you know. So I won't. Uh, I'm sure there's, there's going to be people listening to you as a podcast. So uh, I won't tell the story of this, but it's it's a song that uh, you should get the gist for halfway through. And uh, it's a uh, this this is something that I thought was mad. A woman uh, messaged me and she got a tattoo of "Follow Your Soul" on her on her shoulder. And I said, that's mad, like, because I wrote a, I wrote this song and it's the words of a song. Like, I'm just glad I didn't whip her off Google or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. something, someone else is at the end. Yeah, this is a song that people enjoy and I hope you guys enjoy this one as well, yeah? Right, so this is Follow Your Soul. Take us away now. Thank you. Sleeping, if you're even breathing, and have you figured out 
Why you planned on leaving? I never knew just how you were feeling. Yeah. Cause when I walk down the road and it's cold outside, there's another helpless soul with teary eyes, and I realize, to realize, or realize, and I know they are there after all you've done. Even though sometimes I was in the wrong, but you're gone. Follow your leader and do what you dreamed of. Or did you follow your goal? I know you're looking down on all those who around you, all those who you want to. It's not my choice I can tell you what to do Cause you left us all too soon When your little one cries She shouts and roars Daddy's gonna come with your toys But she knows And she sits here waiting for the doorbell ring Waiting for you to come walking in She knows And follow your leader And do what you dreamed of Or did you follow your goals? Thank you. That's quality, that yeah, unbelievable. Thanks very much. Thank you. Cheers. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's it's been deadly coming on this, and uh, I think you are flying and you are miles ahead of. Come here, don't, don't trying mind. to get out of here. Don't, <laughs> no, don't mind come us. Here. I what? parked on the Drury Street car. Park. Oh, that's clamped. Don't worry about twelve it. euro. <laughs> now I'm trying to get out here as fast. Like, no, I'm only messing. Oh, listen, Carol, um, it was it was unreal to have you on. That's what we wanted you on yeah, as well. Like, thank you. you. Know, we need to get you. What's your like plans you? now, Carol? Going forward. So I'm doing a little. Uh, I, I signed a management deal during COVID. We had so many plans and doing stuff and it never happened. And uh, we got to do the Wheeling show. So we're going for a big show at the end of the year. Bigger, not not big, big, but bigger than bigger than what we were doing in Wheeling. Um, and we're doing a little UK tour as well. So oh, we're going to be doing... Uh, Gonna be doing Belfast, Liverpool, London in uh, around September time. I'm just waiting on exact dates, but it's happening now. My next single is out next week. Um, the ninth, no, about two weeks, June ninth. No, what date are we today? July ninth. It's about a month away, a month yeah. and a half. You've plenty of time. Oh, no, about but, a month. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, the next single is out. It's his fourth song I played, Life in a City. So I have an EP coming out and it's all about growing up in town, most of it. There's one song, Too Hard on Myself. It was the fourth single that's had to be out. And uh, I've had a great reaction off it. People are really enjoying it. And it's real kind of, uh, it's a bit more upbeat than the stuff that you do. But the rest of it is very raw and it's very town and it's very inner city and it's very very real like it's very you can you can hear noise like it's recorded professionally but you, you'll hear noises in it that you wouldn't hear on a hosier record so to speak you know it's very <laughs> it's very raw so uh yeah i'd love i'd love people to uh have a listen to the ep when it's fully out the, the next single will be out in a couple of weeks but the full thing should be out august time and uh yeah come to some gigs and have Best a place to point with, to instagram yeah, Instagram and all the usual music. Instagram. Yeah, yeah, the usual Kieran Moore music and then um, Facebook. I don't really use Facebook. See? YouTube, all, Spotify. All the, yeah, YouTube would be the the main one. Not not really big on Spotify. I hadn't been big on Spotify because like, I never really. I used to put videos out and then say right, have it on Spotify. So people would watch the video. They wouldn't really boost up the Spotify. So the first single that I put out there off the EP too hard on myself. I start promoting on the Spotify. And I got a deadly reaction, you know. Then I put the video out and then kind of drop, you know, when you stick the video out. Now, I don't know whether it's the same with podcasts, but with music it is. It's like sticking out on Apple, iTunes. No one's going to buy it, but it's out for free. Yeah. Why yeah. would you? Buy? But uh, yeah, the EP will be out in the uh, in the next month or two and it's records ready to go and dying, dying for people to hear this. Like there's a great song on it uh, called The Devil as well. I didn't get to play it tonight. It's, solid song and uh, we've done a little spoken word piece on it as well which oh. was uh, very different I'm not trying to get into little you know all the bleeding that kind of trend now get into yeah. the spoken word and start getting jackets with extra pockets on it and all that <laughs> but uh, alright Liam Gallagher yeah. calm down no but I'm not trying to get into that but I've done a real real raw piece about growing up in town on it and uh, it's going to be good and I'm looking forward to people hearing it and uh pushing it and yeah I hope to catch us at a gig sometime I hope to catch 100%. some listens, listeners to a, at a gig sometime and uh, we'll hopefully announce a gig in the next month or two for Dublin and then the UK uh, the UK dates are going to come in the coming weeks brilliant yeah right, thank you very much thank you thank you with Vicar Street as well yeah have a good one yeah Alright, here we go. We go again. Take us out, Kano. Boom! Cheers. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app. The Hip Knocker.